Once again, good morning. Getting a glimpse of our future would be nice. For instance, in 2019, it would have been great to have a heads up on what 2020 was going to look like. Perhaps we would have saved ourselves the time of making those vacation plans this year. Getting a glimpse of what the future has in store would be great. It would help us avoid situations or perhaps perhaps change some things. However, is that the best thing to do if we are given a glimpse of our future? To change it. In the Back to the Future series, the friend of the main character, Dr. Emmett Brown, often said throughout the trilogy that they cannot know their futures as they would be tempted to change them. It's what we do when we do get glimpses of what the future has in store that affects it. Do we try to change it or do we try to live into that future that is before us? I think if we get a glimpse of our future, we are better able to live into that future, to walk into that future, to prepare ourselves for that future. This all goes without saying. We all have a future ahead of us. There's a future for ourselves and our families. And every once in a while, we get a little glimpse of what that future is going to look like. Perhaps with an acceptance to a college or university for ourselves or our children. Perhaps with a job offer. Perhaps even with a diagnosis that we might not want to hear. These are glimpses into the future that is before us. It is also a doorway to allow us to walk into that future. To begin to prepare for college or for a child going to college, prepare ourselves for the new job, to research the new job, to even do the work to address the diagnosis and hopefully walk on the road to good health. These glimpses allows us to live into the future that is before us. God has a plan for us. He has a future for us, a vision for us, but not just us individually, but for his church. The church has a future that is ready for it to get there. However, sometimes we can get in the way of achieving that future. Throughout the history of the church, the spirit has been present, guiding the church, guiding God's people into the future for that church. However, the people often got away from or ignored the Spirit's guidance. And this is where we get heresies or where the church gets off track a little bit. When the church got it wrong, it was because the people tried to affect their futures in their way instead of letting the Spirit guide them into their future and living into that future. However, when the church followed the Spirit's guidance into the future that God has planned for them, the imperfections were perfected. The church was able to get into the, to the future that God had in store for her. 
And the same is true for us. When we follow the Spirit, we can get to the future that God has planned for us. The future that God oftentimes gives us a glimpse of. As I said, throughout the church's history, God has led the church, as well as offered us glimpses of the future, either by chosen leaders being lifted up, by giving a vision to the people for a better future, or by bringing new people into the doors of the church, or even the community that the church is in offers us a glimpse of our future, a growing community, a diverse community. That's a glimpse of what a future of the church can look like. Oftentimes, that is a great way to see a vision for the future, to see the community around us and what is happening in that community. In our Old Testament reading, we see God giving a glimpse of the future, the future for his people. Our reading from Deuteronomy is from the end of Moses' life. This is the last thing, the last great thing God did for Moses. God took Moses to the top of Mount Nebo. And again, on, in this moment, we see this intimate time, this intimate moment between God and Moses atop a mountain. Moses first interacted with God in the burning bush on the top of a mountain. Moses was handed the commandments of God on top of the mountain. And here Moses was taken to the top of the mountain to be given a glimpse, a vision of the future God had in plan. It's always, almost always, on mountains where people had experiences with God, where people connected with God. And we see this in Jesus' ministry as well. It was on the mountain where the divine nature of Christ was revealed. Or where we see moments between Christ and the Father. They're on mountains. And it was on this mountain that God took Moses so he might see the promised land. Here on that mountain, he had a unique vantage where he can see the land before him. He got a panoramic view of the land that he had been leading God's people toward for many years. As far as the eye can see, Moses saw the land that was awaiting the people. This was the land that was promised to Abraham long before Moses. It was the land God told Moses to lead the people to. It was also this land that Moses would never step foot in. And now this is not a surprise to Moses or to the readers. Earlier on in Deuteronomy, Moses was told that he would not enter the land. In chapter 1, he was told he would not enter the land. In chapter 32, God told Moses to do this, to go prepare to go up the mountain on that day and to view the land, the land he would not enter. So this is not a surprise, but it also shows God's great goodness. Though he was never able to enter the land as he would die before that would happen, God gave him the ability to see the land, to see the culmination of the work he had accomplished, to see the future of the people that he had been leading, that he dedicated its later part of his life 
to leading. God told him that this is what, or this was the land that was promised to them. The land he is giving to Moses' descendants. And just as he told him in chapter 32, he once again told him that he will not enter the land. It was at that moment that Moses died. Right there on the mountain as he was getting a glimpse of the future of the people that he had been leading, he died. This is a moving account. Moses, at the end of his journey, God giving him that, that gift before he died, a gift of a vision. This is not a story of tragedy. It is not something to feel sorry for Moses about. As the text points out, Moses did not die young. He lived a long life. He lived a life of obedience to God and his word. He helped lead the people out of bondage to a new land. And because of this, he was given a more glorious dwelling place than the people, than where the people were going. After Moses died, the people spent 30 days mourning his death before they continued to get to the place that Moses had been leading them towards. They had a new leader to lead them. And before the event on the mountain, Moses laid his hands on Joshua's head. He appointed him and the people obeyed him just as they did Moses to enter into that new future that awaited them. Reading and Deuteronomy ends telling about how great a prophet Moses was, the best that has ever been sent by God. And this prophet will forever be remembered for his mighty deeds and works, for leading the people out of Egypt to the land promised to them. Oh, it may be a little sad that Moses could not get to the land he had been journeying to for many years. I can't help but think of the gift that God gave Moses at the end of his life. The vision of the land. A glimpse of the future for God's people. Just like the Israelites making their way to the new land, God has a vision for us. God has a vision for our church. And God gives us glimpses of that future. We have been getting a little bit of a glimpse with our ministry leaders sharing their vision for the upcoming year. We are getting it as we begin to regather together once again. We are getting that vision as we began to plan for new fellowship once again, which is something many have longed for. Our future is being laid out before us, guided by the Holy Spirit. It is awaiting us. And God is leading us to this future. He is bringing us to a glorious future. In that, he is showing us what that future can be. The question is, how will we respond? Will we lean into that future, go all in, heads first? Or will we, or will we ignore it? And sit and wait for it to come to us. Let us follow the Spirit into God's vision for us and our church. 
Let us go all in on the vision God has for St. Catherine's Episcopal Church. Let us participate in making this future a reality. God has bold plans for our church. Let us embrace those. Let us grow into the future God is showing us. Let us follow God into this future. My friends, the future is bright. Let us go there. Let us walk there. Let us get there together. Amen.